Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable, our multi-live streaming show created by Remarkable, a speakers bureau. And I'm Sue Falcone, founder and CEO of Remarkable. Now we began this show for you so that we could showcase the talent that we represent and book here at Remarkable, and you could get to know them personally as we do. Thought that was a unique idea because people are looking for speakers all over and entertainers all over the world. And what better way to bring it to you that way? And we never know. We've had some amazing uh, experiences of getting people to see us that might not have ever seen us. So that's exciting. Now, also, you're going to see our speakers and from our speakers and performers, how remarkable they are and how they can help you be too. Now, thanks for joining us. You can join in and engage, and we love it, if you will, um, through our chat line. Send us your questions, your comments, your shout outs. We would love to hear from you. And also, make sure that someone else is with you, that they uh, know that they can do that too, because we love interaction. You know, that's what we're all about. We're about audiences. So that's, that's exciting to us. Now, today we have as our featured guest, international inspirational Latino keynote speaker, CEO and business expert, best-selling author of Mindful Success. This is her wonderful book. And she share, shares her story of going from an orphanage to becoming a millionaire from the ground up with corporate audiences all over the world. Maggie Cook is with us today, and she has spoken to many Fortune 100 and 500 companies to show their leaders how to leverage their personal strengths to discover opportunities for growth. Welcome, Maggie, to our show today. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. Great. And you're coming to us from where? From Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. All right. Bring us some warmth. I'm in North Carolina and it's <laughs> Friday, but that's okay because we're going to warm it up here and uh, keep going. So thanks for coming. And 30 minutes go by so quick. So we're just going to jump in. Sounds wonderful. All right, Maggie, when I first met you, the one thing that just so impressed me and made me think is I saw from you an attitude of gratitude. Even though I heard your story, I heard your success story, it still made me wonder, how did you develop that attitude of gratitude growing up as you did? How, how did that work in your life? Well, I think I made a, a pretty clear decision early on and realized that no matter what your environment that you're in, that you have two options because there's a saying out there that says that fear and love cannot coexist at the same time in the body. So which wolf are you going to feed more? And that's what you're going to get more of. So for me, it was a decision to really focus on my mind and what I had to, what I, what I was going on in that environment and how I was going to choose to see life in order to create the life that I wanted and it's for me, it's been mindset, even though I didn't even know that word growing up in this orphanage in Mexico in Michoacan and the central mountains there. 
but I, I did so many things to keep my mindset aligned. Um, I have something that I'm doing even today that I can share if you would like me to share. Sure. Okay, great. So um, I have this um, idea that I started and I started doing that a, a couple of uh, months ago and it's so amazing. And I think everybody that's listening to this is going to love it. So I have my daily wins list and it looks like this. So I put the date, like whatever date is, if it's today's date or whichever date, and I record my wins of the day. And that just gives me more things to be grateful for. And so when you focus on gratitude, you attract more things to be grateful for. And therefore your life just amplifies that way. For me, a win, it doesn't have to be a small win. It, it could be a big win, small win, whatever it is that makes you feel good about something that you did today, whether it was an accomplishment, whether it was a connection, whatever that is. And if you really, and literally, I just keep it next to my universe journal and I keep it wherever I journaled last, which is every morning. And so I have it to remember, to remember. But one of the things that this helps me do is I, I will look at my calendar. Uh, let's say I had a really, really busy day. And I look at my entire calendar and see what kind of events that I had today and what kind of wins that I have today. And sometimes I just have to deeply meditate. And the feeling of doing that is just so amazing uh, that it, it changes everything at the end of your day. What a way to, to start winding down and, and going to sleep when you have celebrated. Because I'll tell you one thing that we forget to do. We forget to celebrate. We forget to celebrate much, much less our wins. So if you go in life and continue to move, 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 and don't stop and give yourself a little pat on your back, give others a pat on their back. What comes from that changes your entire energy about your entire environment, about your entire world. And this is how you become a difference maker. That is so true. All right. I'm ready to start that win success. How about you, Lisa, our broadcast director behind the scenes? I can tell her, I can tell we got excited about that. One. So we're going to make sure that that goes out to everybody so that we can have that started because you're right. There's always a win. Yes. Now, and what a way to start the next day. Yes. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. You're very welcome. <laughs> right on now. Look, I'm excited now. Now, growing up, Maggie, even in the circumstances you were in, did you have a dream that sustained you through the times, the tough times that you would go to? Because I know um, that you talk a lot about, you know, we, we need to have visions, we need to have dreams and, and goals and everything. Did you have that dream? Yes. Yes. I think uh, it happened when I was right around eight years old and because my caregivers, um, my father was a doctor and he gave medical attention to the poor for free on Sunday. So people would come in at 4 a.m. or even earlier. And sometimes he wouldn't finish till midnight. But one of those days, I remember he finished early and came out of the clinic. And I was coming down from the hillside. And the clinic was about a quarter mile from the main house where the orphanage was. And I remember I was walking down. And I remember... I was holding a stick and um, he looked at me, he came to me as, as he was leaving the clinic, but there's a mom and two kids living the clinic. Uh, and he looked at me and said, do you know how I know these people are severely poor? Mm -hmm. 
And I said, no. And he said, look at their hair. It's so thin and yellow and brittle. Look at their the kids' bellies. They're malnourished. Look, they, look at their sandals. They're like on their last leg. And then he, I remember he grabbed me and squeezed my, he was a big guy. He squeezed my head. I thought it was going to pop. And he, he told me some words that I'll never forget. He said, I never want you to be this poor. We struggled. We were not wealthy. We were, we, we were very poor, but he, he said, we, I never want you to be this poor. And then I remember him turning around and walking towards them and pulled out some pesos, some money. And he said, here are some pesos for a taco and um, for your ride back, because they didn't even have money to get back. Some people came in without, with all their savings. And so I remember it impacted me so much that I said to myself, I'm going to remember this moment forever. And I remember about that stick and I was, I was uh, poking leaves and it was filling up my stick. And I remember looking up to the skies and thinking, I'm going to be and do something bigger than myself. I don't know what, I don't know how, but I'm going to be something bigger than myself because I want to show other kids here in the orphanage and other maybe other people around the world that it is possible to come out and be and do something big. Now, I was eight. I had no idea. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm 44 years old now, and I really reflect back and think, and that was the moment that my mind just kind of hyper-focused on focusing on the things and not the negative things, but use my mind as an escape to think and invent myself. I remember I would see myself as a super successful woman with long hair, with um, a suit and behind a mahogany desk with heels, um, even though I hadn't seen anything outside of the barbed wire fence. And the only place I got that image was one from a movie that we watched in the, in the orphanage over and over again for like 10 years. And it was like, there was like a leading lady. I don't even remember what the movie was. Uh, but that's that's where I, that was my defining moment, and I really feel like every one of us have have defining moments, but we stopped dreaming, we stopped tapping into our inner child, because there is an inner child within all of us, and if if we would just tap into that, we'll be able to discover or rediscover how powerful we are. More importantly, what our why is, and that's what I'm doing today making a difference, doing something bigger than myself with everything. And I'm so grateful and thankful uh, for my entire life and even the hardships that I've had because it's made me the person that I am today. That is so unique to think of it that way and to have that dream, not knowing even how that was going to happen. Thanks, Lindy, for joining us. And she's all excited about those wins and uh, expressing gratitude. And uh, look, I'll be in touch, Lindy. We'll, we'll do that. That sounds great. That sounds great. And your dream did come true because even as successful as you became through the, your company, through all the hard times, you always knew there was something bigger that you wanted to do. Yes. And once you sold your company and yes, became that millionaire <laughs> that we all would, uh, you know, uh, think about what did you do next? What did you decide that was going to be your bigger and that is really your why and is really why you're out here speaking and doing all the great things you're doing so that you can now have that bigger dream? What's that one? 
Yes, I I didn't know this initially when I started my my first salsa company, but I realized as I went on that that was just a stepping stone to something bigger. And um, I didn't know what that bigger was. And it's all part of the journey, right? So if anybody's going through a journey, they, they feel like that's not their, they feel like maybe when they started, it was their why, uh, but then they needed a rediscovery or something to happen to keep them having come alive and having meaning in their lives. Uh, for me was, okay, what do I do next? What, where do I focus my passions on? And this is when the opportunity to speak came up and I was like, oh my gosh, I used to touch people's lives with a pint of salsa in their tummies and they felt happy about it. And now I get to travel the world and talk to people about inspiration, about vision, clarity, purpose, passion, overcoming adversity, um, all these things. But most importantly, the biggest thing that touched my heart was the fact that I was able to create a um, nonprofit organization in Mexico, a foundation where we get to rescue orphan children from uh, drug cartels. And um, we provide a, a place for them. We feed them. We call them. We uh, provide education. And that, to me, is really going back full, full circle where I came from and really being able to help humanity because one of the biggest realizations that I had was that no matter how wealthy you are, you're not going to take anything with you when you go. I really feel and believe that you will get to take who you become and what you did to help others. And it doesn't have to be money. It could be, you know, helping somebody uh, realize and, you know, make something better with their mind so that they can improve their lives. And this is why we're focusing on learning because, you know, that saying that says, uh, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, but teach him how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. That's the concept. And I think that the bigger, the bigger why is, is truly what I'm living right now. And I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited for 2024. I know. And I'm excited to, to be a part of it, to be able to book you with events and all where they can hear that it is possible. Yes. That change is possible. Mindset change is possible. Um, no matter the tough situations, no matter what yes. it is. And that's where we featured a quote of yours this week, which really got a lot of <laughs> a lot of comments and we loved it because we love doing that. Because like I tell everyone, I said, you know, yeah, you can quote other people. They may even not be here any longer. But I said, people resonate when you use your own quotes, okay? Mm -hmm. So we need to have quotes. And this one really uh, hit me one morning. It says, don't let life happen to you. Make life happen for you now. Now, you've already shared a couple of things because we're picking them all up. What is one thing that you usually share with your audiences to live out this quote? What is the first thing? What is the first thing? Yes, uh, it's all about, I really believe that you, we all have two choices when every morning when we wake up and you either let life control you or you take control of your life. And that's the defining moment that can set the tone for the entire day. And it's, you know, some people call it priming. Some people call it morning routine, whatever that is. When you, when the alarm goes off, if you set an alarm, 
and you pick, and the first thing you do is you pick up the phone or turn on the TV or do all these other things instead of opening your eyes, taking a breath, and being mindful of how your entire body feels. Maybe you have a, an affirmation or an incantation and you say that, and that's the way that you get up. And now you have discipline and a routine to say, I'm going to do this, 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 and that, because I know that even if it's a five-minute walk outside, because when you do these things, you begin to exercise discipline and control over your life that you know that the rest of your day is going to just get better and better and better because you've started at a certain point feeling already better. The problem with people that let life control them, no matter what they see online or on the news, the negativity, they stub their toe on the bed, and then everything kind of escalates. Everything snowballs, either one direction or the other, and some people really fight in the middle. So that's why I really believe that when you take control of your life, when you make that decision, everything starts working for you, happening for you and through you, not to you. Exactly. Uh, I heard recently, uh, and I've kind of picked up and, and feel this is where mindfulness is so important in our lives and being mindful and having the right mindset to yes. be able to do that is that we live, should live inside out, not outside in. Yes. And that, that was, that, that struck me when you said that, because that is exactly what you're, you're teaching us. And so yes. thank you for sharing that because I know your audiences are so grateful that they can leave out of there knowing there, there is ways that they can do yes. and help because mindset is key. We yes. know everything focuses around that. And that's what you share with your audiences. But, and one thing that you bring out to your audiences is that you can have a mindset shift when in face of trouble times. Now, we all admit companies and all our world out there, we're in some tough, troubled times. So what is one thing that we can do to shift that mindset? I think you already spoke about it, maybe is to make sure that we don't let the negativity in, you yeah. know, Trump. But what do you share with your audiences on that mindset? Mindset shift. Now, that's a hard thing to say. Yes. Mindset shift. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There are so many things that I've shared. Um, when you are struggling, and um, I'll, I'll share one of them, and it's very, very, very powerful for me. As a matter, of, as, as a matter of fact, I keep a timer for every 30 minutes, and I'm, I don't have it for today, for right now, because I don't want my timer to go while we're in this call. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's set for every 30 minutes, and every 30 minutes it goes off, no matter what I'm doing. And even if I'm in a meeting, I, obviously not a meeting like this, um, I will stop and do jumping jacks and breathe. And then I will sit down, close my eyes and ask my body, how do you feel? What do you need? And sometimes it needs water. Sometimes it needs food, but you're so going, going. And um, that if you're having a bad day and you did that every 30 minutes, just for like a couple of seconds, everything changes for you. You change what Tony, Rob Tony Robin, uh, Robbins calls it. Uh, you change your state. And instead of grabbing a soda or a, a caffeine or anything else, which caffeine's not bad for you, right? But that's a healthy way to, no matter where you are, to start doing immediately to, to schedule. As a matter of fact, I have a list of things before I sit on my desk that I must have in place 
before I start my day because I just know they're going to make me feel better. And that one day that I forget to set my timer and I'm slouching on my desk and I'm feeling, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't set my timer. Let me do jumping jacks right now and get back into it. And it's amazing. And of course, you you are an athlete, so that that <laughs> kind of goes with that. I mean, look, she got to the University of Charleston in West Virginia on a basketball scholarship. So hey, yes, she you you had that background of discipline. Yes, growing up. So that's that that's thirty minutes. Okay, that sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> My husband is our CFO, and he's on the other side in his office. I said, okay. <laughs> I think we're going to talk about that today. That might be a really, a really good thing for us to be doing because we do exercise and work out. But you know, during the day, sometimes you yeah. do forget. It. Yes, do. Sue. My morning routine is four hours every morning, and it's got mindset. It's got working out. It's got prepping for like what I'm putting in my body. Um, four hours, and I love it because if I'm going to be sitting on a on my desk for eight hours or maybe a little bit less then why not balance it out with four hours of intentional uh, something, some things that can change the way that you feel because it's, you're just, you are adding longevity. You're adding uh, attitude. You're adding mindfulness. You're adding so many different things, especially if you are a kind of person that are making an impact in many people's lives because people are depending on you. And for me, that, that balance, absolutely. If it takes me four hours, yes, I'll do it. All right. I'm energized. <laughs> okay. Even in this freezing weather we got, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Now we featured a blog of yours this week that has gotten really good comments and all. And I said, oh, we have to talk about it. Uh, it was on the benefits of making mistakes. Now, when I first saw that and my assistant picked it and said, this is a great one. We're going to do this one. I said, okay. And I looked at it and I said, hmm, what are the benefits? So how do we have, find benefits out of making mistakes when we've messed up? What are the benefits of making mistakes? Yeah, I think that when you look at a mistake, it's really not a mistake. It's um, something leading you to something better. But the key here is if you can see it that way. So in a sense, there are no mistakes, but we call them mistakes. They're opportunities. and. Um, there's so many things that I could say my parents did wrong and made mistakes um, from, but I will say that everything that happened has made me the person that I that I've grown to be today. As a matter of fact, when you have mistakes or you have resistance, right, it gives you the ability to flex that muscle to to have that muscle grow. And I'm not just talking about a body muscle. I'm talking about mind. I'm, I'm talking about spirit. I'm talking about uh, your inner guidance sister, your, your inner self. And so um, there are no so-called mistakes. I, I really believe that's just a human made uh, term that we've made. But but again, you know, it's, it's all about how you look at things. Uh, there's a really powerful quote by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he said, if you can change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And if I see the mistake as a mistake, it just becomes a mistake and maybe a bigger mistake. The, the thing about mistakes, too, is that they can become cycles and people will continue to make them and won't recognize that they're repeating and they won't know how to break them or, or to even think about break them. 
And when you break that cycle, that mistake is actually a blessing because you went through that for a reason and it's just helped you tremendously grow. Does that make sense? It does. It definitely does. Oh, wow. I know we'll all of us go back and look at this tape again. <laughs> we'll, you know, because there's so much packed into it. Uh, and I really hate to close, but it's getting to that time. But I have one last question for you. Maggie, now in Florida today, yes. what are you going to do today to be remarkable? Well, I've already done a four-hour morning routine and I feel amazing. My favorite part that I started doing is a cold plunge. So I know it's cold where you are, but 35 degree and a cold plunge, loved it. And it's just going to keep getting, getting better. Um, I have a full, full day of appointments and meetings with people and I feel that my cup is full and I'm really ready to tack on today. Um, and the thing is to remember, to remember, to stay as present as possible. And really, when you do that, you begin to live life differently because what matters is what's going on in this moment right now. Not, not tomorrow, not yesterday, and what, not an hour from now. Like, how do you feel right now? Right now is a time to feel great and make great decisions that can change your world and everybody else's just by the way that you think. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't know who you're going to change today. That's going to nope. be exciting. And to our audience out here, our challenge to you is what are you going to do today to be remarkable? Now, we've heard a lot of things today. Uh, you may be wanting to start some of these. This will be great. But we would love to hear from you. Put it in our chat or send us a comment. We would love to know what are you going to do today to be remarkable? And thanks so much for joining us, Maggie. This was wonderful. You're showing us we don't have to let life happen. There are ways to take control. And that's what brings mindful success. We certainly appreciate that. And to our audience, Maggie books quickly, I can assure <laughs> you. So make sure that you go to our new website to book Maggie Cook for truly an experience of a lifetime learning to discover our true potential. This is what she does for all her audiences. And don't wait, her schedule books quickly. So we'd love to hear from you. Yes. And everyone, we hope that you will come back next Friday, which is January 26th. Can you believe January is going so quickly? I mean, really, I love living in the present, but it's like, Whoa. Okay. What do we got? We got to make sure we're, we're in that present, but our guest next week will be on the 26th, our newest member of remarkable speakers bureau, the international public relations celebrity and entertainment expert and speaker, Bruce Marin. He's a founder and president of Bruce Marin's PR firm and Bruce Marin's celebrity speakers bureau out of Las Vegas. And he's an, Storyteller Extraordinaire. You're going to learn the first two letters of profit are PR. That's what he's all about. And he also knows what makes good speakers great because he books great speakers too. You won't want to miss this show. We're going to have a good time together. And we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you won't miss an episode of our show. And you can go back and see if you missed what Maggie had to share with us today. It's going to be there in a few short uh, minutes 
online so that you can see it on our YouTube channel, just in case you missed anything. We have it there for you. Also, the videos of our talent that we represent and book here at Remarkable are there. So we have a remarkable team here. And our word of the year, Maggie, is soar in 2024. And that's how we started out and we're on our way. And I want to just tell our audience at Remarkable, we're so grateful and thankful for the opportunity to partner with so many great event planners and clients that we together can create an experience of a lifetime for our clients and their audiences. I love what I get to do every day. And it has been an amazing journey. And we just thank you for the opportunity to be able to serve you. Now, we hope you have a remarkable winter weekend wherever you're at. And we will see you right here next Friday. Thanks again, Maggie. We appreciate you so much.